I miss it. I miss her. Wow. That's really sick. I was like my friend. That's actually sick. <laughs> you saying that was your friend. Welcome to the Greater Me Podcast. He switched it up this week, y'all. Welcome to the Greater in Me Podcast. Welcome to the Greater in Me Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater in Me Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater in Me Podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater in Me Podcast. What's up? Welcome to the Greater in Me Podcast. You better get lit. Y'all better know I'm going to come with the energy every time. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yes, and where's yours? It's here. Welcome, guys. Hello, I'm Tara. Welcome back <laughs> to the Greater Than Me podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater Than Me podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater Than Me podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm Josh. Y'all already know me. <laughs> Triple O G, Josh. That guy. Um. Yeah. Just, yeah. Josh, that guy. How you feeling today? I'm good. I'm chill. I went to class per usual. Actually, not per usual, I guess, because sometimes we record on a Saturday. Sometimes it's a Sunday. Um, But yeah, I had class today, and that was chill. Yeah. Um, also, y'all, like, just excuse the way I look. Like, we're family at this point. Um, <laughs> having a bit of a rough day. Um, so just, like, you know, like, look at Tara this episode. You don't have to, like, pay attention mm. to me. Okay. The frozen. Um, okay. Um, yeah, just look at that. <laughs> y'all can look over there. Just listen to me. Um, but, yeah, like, don't do too much judging, like. Um, I know y'all see the new accessories. Mm-hmm. Go ahead mm-hmm. and round up applause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're my stuff. We're fishing. Yes, I feel like. Is that fair yeah, to we, say? We have uh, mics now. Right. Moving on up to the east side. We finally got a piece of the pie. <laughs> Yep. They didn't like the Jeffersons today. We done moved all the way up. Not all the way, because we still got a long way to go. But. Mm. Um, but yeah, what's on your mind today? How's your mind? Like, what, what's, how's your mind? Your Ooh, class? that's a good question. My mind is honestly everywhere. It's okay. today, my mind is in this, just because we're doing this right now. But as of lately, my mind has truly been everywhere. Because, honestly, this life thing, y'all, this adulting thing, y'all, like, ooh, nah, my mind has been everywhere just in terms of, like, I guess what life is going to look like or what it should look like for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Questioning a lot. Uh, yeah, that's where my mind's been. How about you? Yeah. We're not in the exact same position because I'm still in school, I guess. But just the fear of the unknown is there. Um, 
I don't even know what's going to happen next semester. So, mm. let alone think about what's happening. I don't know, y'all. Time is moving. Time I'm trying is to do fake. too much. Time is fake. Real, real, real fake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to like, this whole LA thing is just throwing me off. I don't know what's Explain happening. Explain that. Today. Maybe they don't know. Um, they definitely don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like originally I was supposed to be like going abroad next semester. Um, and the only options for my program is LA and London, but I didn't really want to spend the whole semester in London. Like I think that would be a really dope summer experience, but I just didn't want to be there from like January to May. It also didn't seem the most like logical thing. If it was my only option, yeah, I would have went just because like why not? It's a semester, mm-hmm. but. It just doesn't seem the most like logical thing to do, knowing that like I'm not gonna be like working there right after graduation. And it's to say that I'll like never ever be there, like never ever like get a job there. Cause I could see myself like living in a different country for a good period of life, honestly, because America's ghetto. Mm. But um but yes, yeah, so I was supposed to be going to LA, but it's a new program for my like school, not for like my college. And you know that whole philosophy all that nuances like new kinks and stuff like that my cohort were basically just like guinea pigs which you already knew which i was fine with doing just because like i just wanted to go for the internship yeah head of my classes like i'm on top of like what classes i need to take every for the next semesters until graduation i'm good on that so like i didn't really care too much about the classes because i knew i was on track i knew i was i i knew i met the mark there so I just wanted to go for like solely the internship and networking and like, you know, just be in LA. Like see if I really like it out there and could be go back. Um but Lord, she don't be answering our questions all the time. It's different. Um they just still figuring it out. So just shedding great spare, I guess. But I don't know, it's kinda of difficult because like they want us to commit in two weeks, but yeah. Can't always I think our it's questions. crazy to ask students to commit, meaning they want money. Without exactly. having the program fully thought out, like I, commit yeah. to what, like, and I just hate that part about college too, because it always just seemed like somebody's trying to use us and like just abuse, like just take advantage of us, and I don't like that because like we're college students, we don't have it all figured out, so like mm-hmm. yeah, we look to y'all and like expect to have some answers. Yeah, um, we know it's expensive. That's the other thing. Like they only have one contract with the housing out there and with one um like apartment complex out there. But it's really expensive, and they only doing that mm-hmm. because, like, you can charge it to your bursar if you want. But it's way overpriced, so we're not yeah. going to live there. We're going to live somewhere else. So that's another thing we have to do is, like, find our own housing and book that. Probably going to do something, like, on Airbnb or something, but also, like, close enough to the school because currently do not have a car to be bringing out there. Um, I don't think you even want a car in L.A. It's not a walking city, though. Mm. But, yeah, it's not – it's honestly – kind of like like where we live like back home like mm-hmm. it's like you know big it's not a walking city and it's just more convenient i mean but the traffic is bad but like the like i was talking to this one girl the other day she was like i've taken like the metro and stuff but like not for like convenience like just for fun like for my friends i'm like oh, yeah okay. and that's another thing they keep pushing that like we're gonna be like right by the metro station and we're like okay cool but then they're saying it's not because they're from LA. I need to also ask my mentee. Ooh, I should ask him. But <laughs> <laughs> they're saying it's not that convenient and stuff like that. So she was like, okay. 
So I don't know what to do. What, to, what we'll see. I would really like to go, but I'm waiting. I just need to make sure they can help me fund because I can't afford that. But I would still like to go and like just get an experience out of something. Like I, uh, if I yeah. stay here for next semester, I'm literally gonna just be playing around on campus, and I just feel like it won't be that productive in a sense. Um. Well, pray for Josh, y'all. I think that I mean at this point. Things are looking how they're looking. Um, but, you know, I think, like, you can still keep hope for it to work out. But whatever happens is what's supposed to happen. So no, for sure. That's what me and my friend was saying. Like, we we good. No, we good either way. Like, we'll be straight either way. Yeah. Um, it just sucks that billion-dollar institutions can't get it together like they say they have it together. Yeah. But, you know, but, you know. Not the story for another day. Nah. Honestly, feel like have I don't know if you should feel good about this or bad about this, but just know that you're not alone in that. Just within Houston itself. Like, cause Tarana and I were talking the other day about arts and sciences, because Raven and Zakor just went on that folk trip. And I was like, that's amazing that like they have that for them. Because arts and sciences, the pre-health girlies, we are left to figure things out by ourselves. Vanessa was talking about they only have one pre-health advisor left for the whole school. What? Right. Everybody is pre-health. Right. They have one advisor. And it's like, that's actually a joke because it's it's also frustrating because it seems like schools like Newhouse or like Whitman, I guess Falk, they just have a lot more resources and they pour a lot more into their students versus arts and sciences... Ooh, being pre-health at Q's is no joke. Like, that's so no. I don't know. Because even my other friend says she's in fog, but she she be saying that, like, they don't be having resources. She's saying that trip is, like, one of the only things they just started doing. It's kind of mm. cool. But they don't be doing much. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me either. Because, like, you know, they're always talking about some donor they have or all this money they get. Endowment fund. Also, like, y'all have all this money. Where you want to put go? my school on the face of all the pictures, but look at the inside. Like, we're suffering. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Life will work itself out. I mean, I'm not worried either way. Like, I'll be sure. It's just not. It's just knowing what you want to do and knowing like what it takes, but like not getting the proper support or like not. Because you're not just about to send me out there just so you can say that you had students go to LA. Like, nah. Like, <laughs> nah. Like. Nah, <laughs> I very much don't have all that money to just be like picking a gamble to play with y'all. Yeah. Um, it's like there will be other opportunities, other moments, other seasons, other spaces in life. For sure. Um, it'll be straight though. Like I'm, I'm not concerned. If I'm here, it means it's because I'm meant to be here. If I'm there, it's because I'm meant to be there. Like whatever. yeah. Don't. It's I feel there. like that's like the epitome of life right now, though. For me, at least, is like kind of having a vague idea of what you want your future to look like but not knowing the practical steps of like how to get there like I feel like that explains the season I'm in right now and that honestly might just explain the 20s maybe that is what this whole era is it's a bunch of unknowns a bunch of I think this is what I want to do or I think I'm supposed to be here but I don't know for real or like I don't know how to get there um but one know, day man. at a time. Just, yeah, one day at a time because 
maybe that is what the 20 something is for real, like really recognizing that because just got to figure out what you want to do. You're we're really just being thrown out here into this. Like, I don't know. Every time I think about that, I was just with Raven the other day, I think, and someone else. And yeah. With Raven. And I was like, um, we were just like walking and we were just like, he just ever think like, dang, like we're really in college right now. Like, What is life? Like every time I see a tour come on campus, I'm like, that mm-hmm. is crazy because that was me like mm-hmm. in middle school and high school and like but like you know like you didn't like pro- you just like oh like college and the other day like it was these kids on campus and it, you know them like they think this is a playground we're trying to get to class <laughs> we're, we're we're got a test to take and they were just being loud and stuff i have to tell them wait hold on because they had like came up to me i'm like hold on guys like wait a second it was just a big crowd and, and they were black of course so like you know they see black people like they go crazy yeah and i'm like I'm like, hold on, guys. Like, this isn't this isn't so kiki kaka for me. Like, hold on. <laughs> I I'm on my way to a meeting. Like, watch out. <laughs> but it's just so crazy that like, I don't know. I guess that is just like the circle of life. Because then like, every now and then I'll see a picture of somebody I knew from high school, or like even like people in high school now, and they're just like having the time of their life. I saw this <laughs> video the other day, and these people were in their classroom. They had like a throwback day or something like to the 90 or something like that. <laughs> and they had basically like set up in the classroom. It was a very, very unserious matter. Like it looked like they were not doing nothing in class. Mm-hmm. And they had like set up a whole thing. And it was like they were like, OK, in this corner, it was like people shooting dice and like throwing dice and like betting and stuff. It was another corner. They was playing dominoes. So like that party. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, bro. And then that was actually sick. And then we I wanted um, to play it. Okay, so oh my gosh, wait. Okay, so the last episode y'all saw, I said that like I was gonna get to go to Syracuse and I was excited about that because it was my friend's birthday. So this is now what one week after or like maybe two weeks after. But basically, I went. We went to. We ended up going to a house party, which I didn't want to do because I'm grown and I graduated, and I think that's really embarrassing, actually. Um, but we went and we walked in. Everybody was so happy to see you, though. I know it was actually sweet. Like it was cute. Also, it was like a cute little pop and pop out because we went towards the very end of the party. So we showed face, danced a little, shook some hips, walked out. Like it was fine. (laughs) Um. But no, we walked in. There were these grown men from the city of Syracuse, not from Syracuse University, from the city of Syracuse, playing dice in the corner. Raven walks out of the bathroom. She's like, what? Josh was like, take a picture. I wanted to, but there was too much going on. But yeah, that's just, it was not real. That was hilarious. But yeah, that's how the classroom was set up. And they had like, some people over here, they was like, uh, <laughs> they had like, this guy was like, acting like he was like a pimp. And like, uh, the the girl came back to him and was like, "This is the money I got." And he was like, "This is not enough." And he threw it in her face. Like it was just so funny. <laughs> they were in high school, and it was just like hilarious to me. I was like, "This is what like school high school was a on joke. TV. It's a mm-hmm. joke." And mm-hmm. you don't realize it. And then you get out of here, and you're like, "Hold on!" Like mm-hmm. they, this is what they were saying about like <laughs> like stay in high school, like cherish that moment because like it really is a joke. And yeah. I think I did have fun in high school like I really did have fun because I knew that like 
I know. I don't know. Like, even when people try to make high school seem serious, I'm like, guys, just relax. Very like, much so. I, I don't, I never understood that. We've talked about this before. Never understood why people took high school so seriously because I did not. And I was fine. Relax. I was just fine. Relax. I was still making great grades, still mm-hmm. learning what I needed to learn. At the end of mm-hmm. the day, None of that stuff has been beneficial in today. Like, yeah, it was just like the practice of like getting up every day and doing something that makes, I guess, it worth something. And like the little lessons you learn about yourself in high school. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. nothing about that schoolwork is really helping me in much of anything today. <laughs> so then, how do you feel when people are like, college, college years are the best years of your life? Like, cherish I, that. I disagree. And I, I disagree too. To- if I peaked in college I mean, college is what i'm supposed to be reminiscing exactly. on for the rest of my life i'm living that. a sad life yeah i refuse to believe that especially with the experience that i'm having i refuse to believe that <laughs> yeah um i just i just first of all why would you why when you're your brokest is that supposed to be the best part of your life <laughs> i think it's i think okay i think that saying is definitely in terms of like I guess the burdens placed on you because you don't have that like responsibility of fully being adult and like fully well, but some people do, so that's also like another like I guess segue. But I guess in terms of just like you don't have a family, you're not paying bills, like you're living in this bubble where everyone around you is like around the same age and you can just like party, but also there's that whole aspect of like school and you trying to figure out your future and some people do pay for their tuition and like loans like you know so i don't know but i definitely think it's a i guess what we're saying maybe a hot take but i definitely feel like that is not true i understand i understand that like just you can do whatever you want you can have fun yeah any given point in time in your life like i get that it's very like spontaneous you can like live life on the fly kind Mm -hmm. of in college your friends are all around you yeah. yeah, I get that part. Like, it's much easier, but. Best years? Yeah, I, mm, that's I imagine my best years are going to be when I'm my richest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I'm when i the wealthiest man, yeah. My best years will be when I really don't have to care about how much I'm spending. <laughs> I can see after my family. I can jump on a plane to go see my friends, go see yeah. my mom. Go see my, yeah. you know, go see my family. I can do whatever I want without worrying about like, yeah, you know, these fine. That's it can't be a bridge truth. And I, I, I um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I got the windows open right now. I'm looking outside like, no. <laughs> this can't be it. Like, from the top. <laughs> this can't be it at all. Like this cannot be like what we're saying is the best years of my life. But yeah. Like, yeah, I'm glad that like I can have some of my friends anytime. I can see my people. I really have met some of my closest, who I think will be some of my closest friends, and I would like keep y'all forever in my life. Yeah, for sure. I get that part, but nah. Um, but I guess like the working part, because also I was thinking about like as much as I want like these internships and stuff, I really also got to figure out something else because I just really cannot see myself. And I don't know if this is like a phase that everyone goes through um and that maybe even the like older generation said but like i just can't see myself working a nine to five every day i i wholeheartedly could not see that for myself and i know it's like oh you're young like or you got to do what you got to do when you need some pay your bills but it's like i get that wholeheartedly if i have to do what i got to do i got to do what i got to do but 
I'm trusting and believing God's gonna make a way because I I just I I don't I don't think I'd be successful. And the type of person I am, like I want to keep peace in my life. I want to be happy, mm-hmm. and I just think I gotta make this money some way or another. Yeah, because what like I was I hopefully because I'm choosing a creative field, it's not always like that. And I know that like I was talking to some people and like some of them work from home some days, so like that's nice. Like you know I I can, I can do that. But like I want to be hands on in the field. Like I I can't, I just can't see myself reporting to someone on the field of like checking in just because like I gotta let you know where I'm at. We I can report to you. I'm letting you know what's going on with the project. You're funny. We're moving up to um, new new ideas, stuff like that. But a two weeks? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I I don't know. I think that the idea of what I want my future to look like is honestly shifting. And I think that that's something that's kind of scary to me now. Um, Just because I think that I thought that I was always open-minded in terms of like a career and, you know, just like purpose and whatever. But I think I'm realizing more and more now that my mind is actually opening up that I haven't been open-minded to just, like, the possibilities. I think that I kind of thought that because I chose something really early on in life or, like, you know, I kind of had an idea of maybe what field I wanted to work in, that I had Mm -hmm. to stick to it. And I feel like, if anything, like, college is always the place where people are like, oh, explore that, like, explore your options, Mm -hmm. explore careers, whatever. But honestly, when you get into it, you realize it, there's not much time to explore. And when they say explore, they don't really mean it. Because at the end of the day, in order to graduate within those four years, you got to declare a major by the end of your sophomore year. And even if you come in undecided, you better decide pretty quick because the classes you're taking also determine how soon and like how on time you right. can graduate. So it's yeah. like, I think like don't now let you declare a major that they saying you you need an extra class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. They're talking about May master, winter mess, winter lewd, summer classes. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Six thousand dollars a class after we already paying eighty for yeah. the whole year. And of course, I learned that after the fact. <laughs> but you know, the loans are there to speak for themselves. <laughs> um, see- yeah but I don't know I feel like it kind of sucks but I'm also still grateful for it that like after having graduated and like doing the four years of like thinking that I have to do it one way and it has to be this way I'm now kind of like entertaining the thoughts and ideas of like huh maybe I can do something like you know like at least like starting to entertain the thoughts because the thoughts definitely still scare me. And I definitely feel like I always resort back to like square one and I'm just like, girl, what you doing? But I'm just trusting the process and like, you know, opening my mind up to other possibilities. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's that nine to five. Yeah. I don't know, man. And it's like, I'm not trying to say that to like drink myself or like, Show me what's up. I just, I don't know. I really just want to be at peace and happy. And I also don't want to, well, I don't know, man. It's just these possibilities. People, your heart just desires more. And that's okay. Like, 
Because I don't think everyone true. is built for a nine to five. Because some people it's actually do dream of doing that. Like some people, yeah. they're content with like working in an office. And I because there's a level purpose, of security that comes with that. Yeah, because I think if that's your purpose and you can operate in that, like be who you are. Because you know how like sometimes you get on a plane or like or that one time you walk into a doctor's office or, something, or like wherever you are and that secretary is actually having a good time or actually smiling <laughs> with you or actually like laughing. They're not miserable. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, this is actually your calling, and I'm actually so like, I feel inspired. Like, yeah. this is what you want. Like, and you're comfortable in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because people will try to make you believe that, like, even though we were just talking about money, that like, you need to just make a certain amount of money. But like, if that works for you, that works for you. Like, yeah. And that's what I I feel like God will provide what you need for you. Like, mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if that if you're in your purpose and doing what you're called to do what he's gonna provide way beyond you can even um, whatever you can think like right you'll be straight like you'll have multiple streams of income that way or like you'll ever something will come to, like you won't be without what you need you know like you won't like anything and i think as long as i'm i'm doing that and it's like i'm finding what i need what works for me and like i'm operating that purpose or that calling um i actually do believe he'll provide um yeah he will your heart is right your heart is right you're seeking god and everything like you're putting him first you are leading with love and you're allowing your natural gifts and talents to like fuel your passions like you're straight you just gotta trust the process honestly i also hope you can't hear my mom because Mm -mm. she kind of okay cool okay um what was I about to say? Nah, but yesterday, oh, speaking of being inspired, we had this conversation yesterday in one of my classes. Um, this guy came in and talked to us. He's like a CEO of a um one of his record like a record company he has. Mm-hmm. Um he's a producer. Um he's a musician, does all but he's a CEO of his company. Um and he was actually a really cool guy. He talked about like I what I really appreciated from him, he was so down to earth and so real. Like he gave us all these lessons and stuff that he messed up on and he didn't want us to mess up on and just like what to do and stuff like that. But what I really appreciated was is that he told us like stay true to who you are. Don't try mm-hmm. to like there are people who are like we know those people who are like all they feed off of is just looking like something to somebody else or like looking yeah. like they've done something or like they want to appear a certain way to people. The facade. Um, yeah, or people who are just, like, all about networking and not, not really about, like, the interpersonal connection. Mm-hmm. And, like, what I appreciate about that is, like, he was, like, don't do anything that, like, your body is telling you not to do or, like, you need to actually, like, stay true to who you are. He was, like, I have my business, but I have a family. He kept mentioning his wife in his mm-hmm. conversation. He was, like, I have my family. Like, I have a wife. He doesn't have any kids because, like, they don't want that, but he was like, he just kept talking about that. He was like, I'm able to like live a life where like I invest in my business because this is also what my heart is set on. But like, I have a life, like yeah. this is a part of my life. This is not just a job to me. Like it's a yeah. part of my life. It's a part of like what I'm doing all together. Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciate it. It gave us a lot of hope because we were talking about it. We were like, that's actually so, like, you don't have to, because most of the time, like CEOs get a bad rep in the music industry, just in, in entertainment in general. But like, you don't have to like be snarky or you don't have to like act a certain way. Like some people think that like you have to treat people um, like a bad way. And we were talking about that. It was just so refreshing to see and, and so hopeful. We were like, 
because most of us, well, at least I do, and so did this other um, girl on my team. We were like, we want to be CEOs one day. So like, it was actually like nice to see that like what we're doing now or like how we act doesn't have to change to like be a certain, like to be a CEO or like, and we were like, dang, like, this is so nice. He's from LA. Like when I'm from LA, he works all around and he's actually well-known. He's really nice. And we were like, dang, like, yeah, like you can be a good guy. And I think that's when people get caught up. Like he's actually operating in his purpose. Like he doesn't have to try too hard to like be something, you know? Right. Um, I feel like that even ties into what Darren was saying. So I had sent Josh a video yesterday from one of the podcasters we listened to. Um, It's off the Just Different podcast, but it was Darren and he was, I can't, quote word for word what he said because we don't remember exactly he was talking but he was just talking about like he was like journaling i think or writing down questions or thoughts in his notes and he had a question that he posed to the lord just being like is it truly possible to achieve everything that god has in store for you and to reach that level of purpose and like destiny with also keeping God at the center and like that heart posture like is still intact and I feel like that literally just speaks to that and yeah like I feel like if you're constantly checking yourself as you continue to level up and you also have people around you who are holding you accountable but also you're filled with the spirit right who will convict you and constantly correct you and you're like staying in your word you're seeking God and like you're leading with love like the sky is the limit or I guess beyond the sky, honestly, like whatever God has in store for you, whatever that plan is, it can happen. I feel like what it is, is rare. We don't really see that often. I feel like in our culture. I mean, but yeah, I mean, what is the scripture like beyond whatever you can imagine or think? Um, Like God, what? Like he'll supersede your expectation. Like you won't even be able to imagine what mm-hmm. he's about to do because take one step and he'll do the rest right like that's just what i got from that like i I was just so inspired i'm like dang like this is fine because like i don't know like i was just thinking about people in class um i mean just like thinking about people who like i come across at school with and i respect their drive and their ambition but most how they go about getting there yeah, but most of the time, the way they treat people in the run or because they think that, like, they have to, like, act a certain way or mm-hmm. it has to look one way or because maybe they've seen it just one way, like, they think they have to do the same thing. And it's like, no, 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 like, you can be this and be great, but you can also just, you know, be cool and chill. Like, I just know people here who are just all about networking and, like, they don't care about, like, actually wanting to, like, I don't know, in my opinion, like, you shouldn't just be focused on, like, only, like, networking on the side of, like, just meeting people and seeing what they can do for you. Yeah. Like, what are you also bringing to the table um, business-wise? But, like, character, because he was also saying that, like, some of the people he signed, he works with a lot of, like, major people. He he didn't want to drop names just because, you know, like, respect and, like, um, NDAs and stuff like that. He didn't want to drop names because, like, that's not important. But he was just saying, like, he's worked with a lot of, like, like big people like really big he's one of like the great like he's a great producer like well-known producer but he um was saying like once one time he worked with somebody and the it came out a nice project but after they finished they wanted to like record again like you know work him again he was like no i'm good actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. like i'm straight like i don't 
he was like he didn't need their name to like add on to what he was doing because mm-hmm. you know like that's another thing people would think that they need a certain person to like make them look at he was like no i'm straight like what's for me is for me and like you know this process was a weird like we didn't always connect or we didn't the vibe was just off because people were they weren't he could tell that they weren't operating in something that was like 100 percent them like it was a mm-hmm. push it was a drive he was talking about like studio time and like being in sessions he was like sessions don't have to be most of the time people get so tense and like see those sessions he was like but it should be the exact opposite like you should feel comfortable he was talking about somehow like just doing like the little thing he like brings donuts or like snacks or like mm-hmm. whatever to like stuff or they'll like go out or something or, you know like they'll have fun like it doesn't have to be so tense and tying up everybody should know how to do their job in the room yeah but, like it doesn't it doesn't have to be this whole like we're gonna stay on track and stay on time because obviously time is money but like we're not it doesn't have to be so tense like whatever mm-hmm. we get done today is what we get done today we're gonna have a good time mm-hmm. um and we're gonna put that work in but it's gonna feel good while we're doing it because that's also like vulnerability in anything that we do you want to be vulnerable when you're opening up to somebody just so that you can see something all the way through and that that connection you can feel those vibes right like you yeah you, you want to be able to like really express yourself and like be open heart and like have an open mind like you want to be able to just go all in for you and not have to like compromise yourself just to make someone else feel better what like nah so that was just really yeah i feel like to be honest to speak to the person who finds it hard to uphold good character when you know maybe they're in the midst of like a really i guess draining uh, industry or an industry that like requires them to show up as a certain way I guess I guess when you're talking specifically into entertainment I feel like I'm at the point honestly where I don't even blame the person because they're just a product of their society like they've been put through this system and they feel like they have to act or show up a certain way in order to get, what they need. get yeah. the flowers whatever you know so people are honestly yeah. willing to do a lot of really not great things to achieve totally. whatever they deem as success in their eyes um but that's why i'm saying like or even back to the question but back to even that guy it's rare like that's rare to find somebody whose heart is really like fully intact and yeah. um is still soft and like yeah. pure in an industry yeah. that like requires you to honestly in some aspects like kind of like create a certain image for yourself if that makes sense um and just also like not believing what people think of you like or Mm -hmm. not not believing that because someone did it this way you have to do the exact same way like nah yeah um all about switching it up changing it up um going against the grain because just because somebody did something one way doesn't mean that's the only way to do something. People always say, um, more than one way to skim a cat. Like it, it there's multiple ways to like get to a destination. There's always multiple driveways. That's why you like you know, there's always paths. Like there's yeah. You build your own path and like stick to that and don't be tempted just because you see somebody doing something else over there. Yeah. Um that's interesting because we were just talking about that. Um, like sh- spreading that light. Um when you know that you're not the source of the light, it's easier to just depend mm. on that light and just reflect that instead of trying to depend on yourself to be That's something that you're so not, you know? Good. And yeah. It's just like, 
you don't. But that's to... the problem too. Is I think too many people believe they're the source, or they Maybe believe their viewers or their fans are the source, or like you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. so many people are confused about what the source actually is. That it's it, the light is being reflected. Reflected. Wrong. It's just reflected. not. And that's just exactly what it is about what you're saying. Like we're a product of our environment. We're reflecting what we've already seen instead of um, like looking past that, which takes a lot of work and it's not easy. Like it's easy to just obviously like to just do exactly what you see in front of you. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like when you actually tap in and know that like that's not the real idea. And this is hold on, like this is not what's actually for me, or this is not how this is actually supposed to be going. Like, let me dig deeper. Um and be something that everyone else is not doing, then you actually realize that people are actually gaining respect for you because um, they think that it's hard to just like be themselves or mm-hmm. to not assemble to what everyone else is doing. And it's like, mm-hmm. nah, like, I'm not in control here. Like, I'm not the source. I'm solely like dependent on the Lord. Like, I'm solely dependent on, I'm just doing what works for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I can only be, we can only do so much. So it's like knowing that you're not the source or not the root of everything is actually an okay thing. Like take control of what you're able to take control of. If not, leave it up to something else, someone else. Um, but like know your place, right? Like know know who you are. Like just know your yeah. place and don't depend on yourself for everything. And I think once you do that and actually you recognize the light in other people, because mm-hmm. then there becomes no reason to like be jealous with someone else or to want something else the exact same way someone else wants it mm-hmm. if you know that like what's for you is for you and because i'm operating in my purpose i can applaud tara when she's doing something great or i can help her out or i want to be there to support her i don't want to be there to see what i can steal from her and bring into my own hands and like w- how it works for me yeah um so that's, i don't know you any that was so good <laughs> oh, well. no nah, that well, was nah. a bunch of truth like yeah, I feel like I, don't know, man. I feel like people gotta tap into that truth for real. It's definitely like you said, something that requires you to dig really deep. But in that sense that in that same light where it requires you to dig really deep, it also requires you to let go of yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Like to let your ego down and recognize that that light is not coming from you. Or even like your capabilities, like any gift or talent or anything you were born with naturally, anything you even learned along this journey of life, it still didn't come by your own power. So I feel like in the same sense that you have to dig deep, digging deep allows you to realize that or that revelation comes. And with that revelation and that knowledge and that wisdom and understanding, then, you know, you can act out in a way that is like pure and loving and helpful to others. And even in the same way that that CEO like is coming to talk to you and inspiring you in a way that like, you're now able to see that you can get to the top by still having your heart intact. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. like he's sowing into generations and that creates Mm. something so beautiful for the future. Whereas when you have, people who think that they are the source and like everything is by their own power there's that disconnect there and I feel like even that heart isn't necessarily wanting to you know go back to a classroom and teach people that you can stay true to yourself and do this too you know so it's like 
it's bigger than you. It all unfolds. He's helping another generation and then help and that's going to help another. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't just stop with him. And that's the beauty of it actually. Um mm, talk about that more like not being selfish. Um, yeah. Okay to put other people on. Like what does that look like? I think it just it does come with that heart posture and it does come with that knowing and understanding that literally nothing has to really do with you in the first place. Because I think that that disconnect or that lack of understanding really drives how people move and how they live their life and like what they place as priority and what they don't. You said when he was talking to, he kept talking about his wife and the importance of his family. Like those things aren't a priority to someone who makes their job their life. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I feel like those knowings and those understandings of like what life actually is and what does matter allows you to place your priorities correctly and then live intentionally in the way that like you're giving of your time of your heart of your energy etc your resources um yeah yeah just knowing that it doesn't have to do with you because that's also the other thing, like knowing that what you want to do has been inspired by someone else. So it's okay to give that credit to mm-hmm. someone else or like to acknowledge other people in the same lane as you. Like you're not here because you just woke up one day and was just like, oh, like it just magically appeared. Like, no, you saw something, got influenced, got inspired. Um, it aligned with you. And like, now that's what you're doing or now that's what you're trying to do or you're on this path because of this. Like it's never because of your own will or because of, what you thought that you came up with on your own. Like, nah, like, it's a circle of life, for real. We truly are supposed to be all in this together. That's not what it actually looks like, but we are. We're called to love our neighbors. (laughs) If we came together as a people, what? We wouldn't even need a government. (laughs) What? (laughs) A lot would be different, that's for sure. That is what if we yeah. came together and just stop using our differences to separate us, like we as a people, as a human race, would be unstoppable. Yeah. Like there would truly be no reason for boundary like borders and all nah. Like what we yeah. wouldn't need a government. I'm sorry. But I guess yeah, it, it really does all stem back to the heart because the heart of man is wicked. So because of that wickedness, because there's so much fighting for our reverence and our hearts and our attention, it's not possible, unfortunately. <laughs> um, it's so sick, though. Like, people are so miserable. And I get it, though. The world yeah. has done a work on us. Um, mm-hmm. but, like, that's also the thing about this cause. Like, when you realize that you're actually about to, like, you have to step into a career it's just like kind of weird like they're like pushing you to like step in this career and i'm just like dang like this is really what life is about to be like mm-hmm. working for real gotta put some work in it's only because we gotta put some money back into the economy for it to keep growing but it's like what show me how to print the money like send <laughs> the printer to my house can we, Not for can, we real. Up- can we go back to trading beans like <laughs> Can we set up something in the basement or something? Like, y'all don't got to tell nobody. I won't tell too many people. Child. Me and mine going to eat, though. We going to, like, what? Just show me how to print it. Like, where? where? 
<laughs> Every time I go to New York City and I pass by the, uh, whatchamacallit, the Trade Center, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, huh. <laughs> Them boys up in there, they up to work. I, sp- I should have went into that field, got into those offices, see what they're doing. It's giving money heist. <laughs> that show is so good. It is. Su- it's insane, bro. I'm surprised nobody has tried it for after watching that show. <laughs> nah, because they're too aware of the actual realities of life and the actual consequences. They were um, giving away some good tips. Tip, but you know bro. what? It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time till someone tries. Because <laughs> people they are getting sick and away. tired of being sick and tired. Okay. Right. They're sick and tired of being broke. And they were giving away some good tips in there on how to get away with it. Is all I'm going to say. Like they, so, they okay. said, keep it the blueprint. Y'all can try it if you want. Try <laughs> it if you want. They were fully loaded in the bank. Fully yeah. loaded. Like the army, the, the the people was not stopping them. FBI was not. They was outside lined up. They were not. They weren't scared. They were chilling. They were like, we're gonna print this money and we are gonna leave in two days. Like they are gonna be outside waiting on us. <laughs> I said, what? They're comfortable. And they just all went about their lives after. Ooh, they sure did. I actually don't know yeah. if I finished the show all the way. I did. It only got complicated when they started revealing themselves or like would get caught. Ooh, 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 like, spoilers for anybody who I mean, that's not watch. really a spoiler. But um, they just, y'all gotta watch that if y'all haven't. But you should. It, it, they only got caught through when they like started revealing themselves with their mask into the um into the hostages too. Mm. Like after they free, like that's when it kind of like didn't something going... happen with what was his name? The Which boy, one? one of the boys. Oh, I forget his name. Berlin? No, not Berlin. Rio? That's a problem. They were all cities, so I'm trying to remember. Which one, Rio? One of them was just being stupid. They all were at some point. Well, that's true also. Um, I don't know which one you're talking about. But yeah, they was going through it. They was fighting. That's when they started to get caught, <clears> when they started <throat> revealing themselves. They should have never opened up their mask with the hostages. Because as soon as they got free, they were able to like draw sketches and stuff. Yeah. And that's when they started like being on the hunt. But the professor was he was he he was on game until mm-hmm. like the end for real like they really didn't know who he was until the very oh my gosh maybe i did finish it because wasn't there that scene where they were like in the forest and he they were like they were on him but he still got away you know um yeah he got away yeah he left lisbon in the thing and they like faked a gunshot remember mm-hmm. to like because she was a cop yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, was, that was a good show. That was still his girl though. Yeah. And they on the they knew that he was listening. So like they fake sh- shot her. Mm-hmm. And but she ain't know. I mean he didn't know. Like he thought she was dead until he saw her again. Mm-hmm. But then in his mind through, I think he he they put it back together, like in an, like later on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, This girl is not dead. And I think that's when he got back to work. <laughs> he was like he was like, nah, they trying to pay me. He got his girl back and they 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 was good. But yeah, ten out of ten. What I'm gonna have to rewatch it actually. That show is <laughs> I'm like fire. I'm like listening to this. I'm like, yeah, that show was actually really good. That show was fire. I think I watched it. I first watched it during the pandemic. 
I watched it my freshman year of college because one of my roommates told me to watch. Because I yeah, think she was... wanted to dress up as Money Heist for Halloween. And oh, okay. I was like, what's Money Heist? And she's like, you That's don't know? That's a great idea. I think it's actually very common. I feel like a lot of people do it. Really? Yeah. They, they have that money mask that? on and they have the red suits. Oh, I've never seen anyone do it. Yeah. Dang, I've never seen it. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, why I seen somebody the other day with a mask on outside, we was like pulling up, um, to the fashion show and this guy was outside with a mask staring us down. And I was like, hello? Cause he was, he looked back as soon as we like pulled up. I was like, hello? Like, Mm-mm. we had to, we had to keep it moving. Cause I was like, don't try nothing today. Cause right. it was, it was, it was low misty outside. It was dark. No. I was like, don't try nothing we today. We have an open campus. Nope. I don't want to have to lay you out on this ground. <laughs> <laughs> and relax, buddy. Relax, buddy. But yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty good then. Yeah. So what's one thing that's greater in you after today? Ooh. One thing greater in me. Kind of thing too. Um <laughs> what is one thing greater in me today? You know, we actually never talked about this. Does the one thing greater in us have to be positive? I mean, I guess not what you mean. Like, it don't need to be like. <laughs> not like anything crazy, but like, I don't know. Let's say like, nah, she. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Just say it. What? Just say it. <laughs> No, because I think that's the whole point of the one thing we wish were greater in us is, like, the opposite of what maybe, like, you know? Oh, uh, what would you go say? I was going to say, I don't know. I don't want to say doubt because that has negative connotations. But I would say curiosity. Okay. Okay, cool. I would say curiosity is one thing that's greater in me right now just because, like I said earlier, my mind is just, I guess, more open to different possibilities of what life could or might look like for me mm-hmm. and I definitely am trying to get myself to lean more into just the uncertainties um and mm-hmm. the unknown with life mm-hmm. and I guess one thing that I wish were greater in me was certainty <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kind of wish that I had a little bit more clarity or direction but I do think that I might just be in like a stretching period of faith or trust or something. The Lord is just working on me. So, yeah. Uh, one thing that's greater in me is hope. But what's crazy is that I think it can be both a positive and a negative thing because some people might call you like delusional or like, hopeless or like just like you know just too hopeful mm-hmm. only because like i really do believe that like what is for me is for me and i mm-hmm. really do think that like it keeps me like it keeps my peace because mm-hmm. like i don't get caught up in like what everyone else is trying to do or like, i think you should hold on to that what they make you believe that you should be doing or like i don't know like it feels good but i also feel like sometimes it's like it makes you kind of also believe that like you may not have to do 
do something or like do something like that it might take to get there mm-hmm. not that i'm not working but like you know sometimes you just be like oh, okay like it'll be okay so like making sure you have a balance between mm-hmm. but yeah i think i'm very hopeful of what is to come um even when i can't see what is really there but one thing i wish is greater than me um i'm gonna take yours through like clarity i just also want to be sure um, yeah that like everything is really like i know this is gonna be okay but like i just really want to be sure but i guess there's just really no way so i guess my faith really i guess is what mm-hmm. i wish it's the same thing um so yeah just like stretching and believing on that um uh, like stretching that out to like make sure it's really firm and solid and that i'm not like like double guessing or like double guessing like what is for me like i just want to be like when it appears like i want to be like okay like this is it or like yeah sign and stone that i've been asking for like i want to make sure that like you know it's on brand on theme on time yeah. relevant for me and stuff like that yeah. So, yeah i'm actually right there with you i agree yeah yeah just that season okay y'all well this was fun <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Same time next week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Hey. Hey. song. I got a melody, bro. Somebody need to start asking me, like, I like these jingles, y'all. I I write jingles, okay? Hit me up for your commercials, your product. I write jingles. Um, I'll do the ad libs. So. Period. See, whole team. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Catch us here, same time, same place next week. You know where to find us. Mm-hmm. Um, tap in. Let us know what's on your heart. What are you holding fast to? What are you not going to conform to that other people are trying to make you believe that you should be doing? What? How are you staying committed to your planning, your purpose that you know is set out for you? Shine that light, but remember, you're just a reflection. You're not the source. Like you know. Period. Um, yeah. We'll catch y'all next week, though. Much love from the J&T squad. (laughs) All right, I need to restart. Bye, (laughs) y'all.